This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you, you stop listening right now. <laughs> Mad Cakes has stuff to do. I should people to see. Thanks to be. Yeah, you. Well, we, a lot of things should have been done before we recorded, like uh, proper research. Um, <laughs> I researched. I've got actually a couple happening. of great topics. Yeah, and I just sent you a link for uh, something that we might want to talk about. Oh, via the old Telegram. Yeah. By the way, Telegram is kick ass. Are you liking Telegram? Yeah, it's all right. It's good stuff. Yeah. It's you can send. The biggest photos and 1.5 gigabyte files. And yeah. It's just, it's the greatest. Um, by the way, I was thinking about, um, and actually I'll just say this on the air because I, I want to see if there's any interest. And I, I, I know pro- probably a lot of people don't know what Telegram is, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I introduced you to the bots, right? Yeah. Automated sort yeah. of things that, that do all sorts of things. You can find bots that search Google. I told you about the bot. You send a YouTube URL to it and it sends you back an MP3. Like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. bots that do almost anything. So it's really easy to make a bot. It's really easy to feed it certain things and things of that nature. Yeah. How about a Give Thought Show bot? What does it do? Well, basically, I could. Um, it would be a private line that you know people could subscribe to, and I could send pictures to. Um, it would also be automated and say, "Hey, the new episode is online." Mm-hmm. Um, just different things like that. It would basically be a private uh, communication channel. I don't know. I was kicking around the idea. Do Thought it I if you do want to do we'll it. We'll see. We'll see. Anybody out there use Telegram? Let us know if that's at all of interest. Welcome to give that some thought. Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Addison. Joining me is my co-host, Matt. He's a dude. Um, He's a great guy. A man. A man man. for his time. A man, a wizard, um, a man who has many things. Yeah. But... uh, Okay, we'll kick off the show with this. Okay. Got a review. Oh. On iTunes. Well, all right then. I know I know you love review time. I love review time. Yeah. Our listeners love review time. Mm-hmm. Our listeners love re- leaving reviews. This one came through iTunes. The title of the review is Pod Crack. Oh yeah? No. No. The reviewer name and this is this is this is a little odd and I I think perhaps they signed up for this uh in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's capital S J J A Y eight seven twenty two. So thank you, Mr. or Mrs. S J. Five stars out of five. So mm. killed it there. Sweet. Um here's the comment. Your podcast is so addicting. Oh yeah. Matt <laughs> dresses. Matt, sometimes I want to punch you in the face. Good. But I love you. People pe- see <laughs> that's fine. what you want in life. Yep. That's what you want in life. Um, Addison, I'm pretty sure we're kindred spirits. Keep it up from a fellow homeschooled individual. Oh, all right. Not a homeschooler. There's a difference. You know what I mean. I do. And that's it. That's the review. So thank you again to Mr. or Mrs. SJ for listening uh, what appears to be regularly uh, from the sounds of it um, and for reviewing in iTunes. Like I said, every review that comes through. Yeah. We will read. 
you know, live and on the I'm air. I'm thinking, Edison, there seems to be a theme that, that runs throughout all of the feedback we've got on the show. Mm. And most of it is... <laughs> I think I know where this they're, is going. They're okay with you. Yeah. But I infuriate them for some reason. You really do, and I'm not sure. Is it? Like, and I is, think I what think is it? I think I, f- I know why. Why is that? I think you're Very secretly curious. writing all these reviews. <laughs> you're the one doing it. <laughs> that's. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind. You know, attach your tinfoil hats securely, mm-hmm, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. It's a conspiracy. Um, it's an inside job. <laughs> uh, no, thanks for the review. It's um, possible. Well, I know. doubt it. I know because it's actually kind of iTunes. Especially on iTunes, it's a real pain in the butt to like you gotta have an account for the review yeah. and blah. Yeah. I mean I, I've been locked out of my Apple account so many times really? because it's a pain in the butt to get into. Which makes it even funnier to me, like when that Jennifer Lawrence thing happened, I was like, You must be the dumbest broad on planet Earth because yeah. I I can't get into my Apple account half the time. But somehow individuals of miscreant nature can get into hers and yeah. show us her boobies. You think that's maybe part um, of like Apple's Apple's scheme? In their business model, like no, you can't have this. You your own data. Yeah, yeah. Like that, and it makes you want it even more. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so the height, yeah, for Apple. Yeah, well, maybe I don't know. I will. Our say, products are so great; they're infuriating to to use. <laughs> well, their products aren't. The iPhones. I mean, you know, the iPhone's sort of a staple. Yeah, it'll always have hipsters lined up around the block when the new one comes yeah. out to pre-order that sort yeah. of thing. Um, I know nobody cares and you don't, but I'm going to go off on a quick tangent of there's a there's a Nexus phone that has been leaked. Uh, mm-hmm. There's images and I'm 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 so on board, Matt. Yeah, it looks it's just it because the only reason I have the Nexus Five and the only reason I haven't upgraded to the Nexus Six, which is the newest Nexus phone, is that it is ginormous. I mean mm-hmm. it's 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 like the Six Plus. It's just it's so big. And I don't want that. And I don't like that in my pocket. I don't really like it in my hand. It's just not what yeah. I'm about. But this one is is about the size point of this one. Maybe it's like a hair bigger, based on the like the pictures and stuff. And I'm 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 so on board. Anyways, just my geek moment there. But it probably won't be released till October, which is a bummer. But I've already told my wife. I've got her psyched out. You know, because when you're married, you have to. Talk to her about money and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I've already got her psyched out. I'm like, when it comes out, babe, I'm... You I'm, just told her, though. You were just like, I'm buying yep. this. You have to be okay with it. This is happening. Yep. Uh-huh. I'm going to go into T-Mobile, and I've already... I'm just going to... Okay, I have Well, this. she's the wife. Like, she lists, like you tell her what to do, and then exactly. she does it. Yeah, according yeah. to scripture. Mm-hmm. And, and um, yeah, I'm going to go in and say, whatever, what do I... Is there a down payment? How much is it? And mm-hmm. where, to, where to just bill me... Take a pint of my blood. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I want that device. I will be walking out of it, out of here today with yeah. it, when it comes out, for sure. Anyways, a couple of things. <laughs> Bounced on Periscope, actually, right before the show, and asked people. It was a short, just a short scope, as the kids are calling them. They call them scopes, eh? They call them scopes. I'm at Addison Todd, by the way, on Periscope, if you're at all interested in, in checking that out. But so I bounced on for a minute, and I just said, "Give us some, give us some topic ideas. If you mm-hmm. got them, tweeted us that sort of thing." And Corey Lara, friend of the show. Oh, what's up, Corey? Yeah, uh, dude over on uh, uh, Frozen Pizza Podcast. He says, <laughs> and and he puts a link here, so I'll just open the link. He tweeted at me after the Periscope. He tweeted at me, and he says, <laughs> and "This is a great story. Like this is our kind of stuff." Okay. I, thank you so much, Corey. All of you send this stuff, kind of stuff. Not not this kind of stuff. Not the same article. Right. Yeah, just this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, of course, there's a video that's going to play automatically. Nobody cares about that. Um, and here's the headline, and it's from NBC, so okay. as legit 
as you're going to get in the mainstream media. Yeah. That should be whatever new network that comes out, as legit as you're going to get. Yeah. That's the, that's the tagline. And here's, Humoring you for just about now. Yep. Or whatever. Um, here's the headline. <laughs> Porn-sniffing dog helped bring down Subway star Jared Fogle. Exactly. Exactly. We'll get in the meat of the uh, the, uh, the article here. Okay. What? He's a bloodhound for the digital age. Uh-huh. A rambunctious black Labrador named Bear. <laughs> I mean... Okay. What else are you going to name your porn-sniffing pooch? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> bear, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Fish. You would be a bear in the gay community, by the way, man. I know. Uh, uh, call him um, Fish. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know, yeah. Um, one of only five dogs in the nation trained to sniff out ele- electronic data devices played a key role in the arrest of former Subway pitchman Jared Fogle. Okay, so he doesn't starches. sniff out porn. He no. sniffs out... He he looks for USB sticks that are hidden in places that you wouldn't be able to look. Yes, but it's okay, kind of so interesting no, here. The, as ti- I'm looking the down. title has nothing to do with the article. No, he sniffs porn, man. The dog sniffs porn. Mm, yeah, it can sniff the pheromones of the porn. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyways, the two-year-old rescue pooch nosed out a thumb, <laughs> nosed out a thumb drive mm. Mm, uh, that humans had failed to find during a search of Fogel's Indiana house in July, several weeks before he agreed to plead guilty to having X-rated images of minors and paying to have sex with teenage girls. Bear has taken part in four other investigations, including this week's arrest of Olympics, Olympics gymnastics coach Marvin Sharp. And he's just been sold to the Seattle Police Department to help investigate internet crimes. Stephen DeBroda, a prosecutor in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Indianapolis, said when he first heard about Bear's olfactory abilities, he was skeptical. I thought I was being punked, but it does work, said DeBroda, who was the lead prosecutor in the Fogel case, and calls Bear, quote, a key part of the team. Hmm. <laughs> Doesn't that just warm your heart? It does. That, it does. That your little pooch can help bring people down. Oh, wow, yeah. The dog zeroed in on the kitchen door, which Jordan opened to reveal a device. Good boy, he told Bear, giving him a handful of food. Jordan, whose regular job is doing, yeah, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Bear just got a new owner. The Seattle Police Department paid. Now, what do you think the price is for a porn-sniffing dog, man? Oh, first off, he's not a porn-sniffing dog. Okay, he's a, an he's electronic dog. sniffing dog. Yeah, he you sniffs dick. out like USB sticks and stuff like that. <clears throat> what pro- do you think the going rate is for your police department? Uh, several thousand dollars, I'm sure, for the training and everything else. $9,500. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't surprise yeah. me. Um, yeah. So so wait a minute. You said he, he the dog led them to the kitchen door? Kitchen, some drawer in the kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Might have been something that was like taped underneath underneath of it or something, maybe. Yeah. Well, I do think it's odd of all the places to hide your, you know, your kitty images. Oh, I mean, you're going to throw it in the drunk drawer, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Along know? with the scissors and the, yeah. the twist ties. Mm-hmm. And a Sharpie or two. Yep. That, uh, yep. that old rubber stopper you found that <clears> fell <throat> off of a chair and you don't know which chair, but you just stuck it in the drawer. Cause just threw it in there. Hey, maybe, you maybe you'll find it, it eventually. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Yep. Um, you got anything to say about the whole Jared thing, though? I mean, I... I, I it's pretty cut and dried, despicable. What a piece of crap! I mean, the guy used his 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 newfound wealth. Okay, well, here's the first thing about Jared. Well, I- the question that Corey asks is: <laughs> Should the porn sniffing dog that brought Jared Fogel be the new subway mascot? <laughs> no. <laughs> you take a guy uh-huh. who's already proven poor impulse control. 
weighs 400 pounds. I love this. Go on. Pour in Cabal's control. Yeah. And then you give him a million and you give him probably a billion a dollars fortune. in sponsors, sponsorships, right? Yeah. Subways are a everywhere. Yeah. And he's the face of it, right? I mean, every subway I remember going into in the last 10 years right? has had that guy's ugly mug on there. Just reminding people, hey, if you eat here, you you'll be like you'll be guy. skinny. And successful. Yeah. And he's, yeah. you know, all-American dude. He's non-threatening. Mm-hmm. He's... Well, turns out he was threatening. Well, but... we can get to that. But, you know, the image <laughs> he projects is like your your dorky uncle. Yeah. Or something like that, yeah. right? Like, oh, yeah, that guy that lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the dorky guy who, you know, found one girl who can kind of like half... She's, she's halfway attracted to him. And so, like, you know, he... He's doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing okay. Yeah. He's yeah. the average dude. Yeah. And so, and, and Subway, kind of, you know, that average sandwich. Subway sandwiches aren't great. Yeah, it's 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 just, McDonald's of subs. Yeah, it is. Everywhere. It on is. On the corner, yeah. Um, anyway, so what I'm trying to say is that you take an, a guy who already has poor impulse control, <laughs> and you give him half a billion dollars. Or whatever it is, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's probably going to do do things that... Do some that are nefarious, and he's, and, he's going to do some impulses wrong. poorly. I yeah, <laughs> um, but but what did he? He had sex with a 17, 16 year old. I, I think sixteen was like the youngest he actually had sex with. Yeah, and apparently I or saw, at least confirmed. Which what I told you was in 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 like the lead, the the president or whatever of his foundation. You know, because mm-hmm. everyone's got a foundation these days. Uh, like he he had him sort of arrange these these. Events, yeah, and at one point said the younger the better. Mm-hmm. Like that's re- like, oh come yeah. on, really, dude, really, yeah. Like I, I, and I've often said this, I think to you, perhaps on the show, but I'm much more sympathetic to. Okay, there's a 17 year old in high school who who slept with the hot teacher who was 32. Mm-hmm. Very sympathetic to that. Very sympathetic also to. Had no idea she was 17. She told me she was 20 and I never saw an ID. Yeah. Like, okay, you should have been smarter about, you know, yeah. the pecker checker. But Every, everybody is everybody is uh, talking about how, you know, Jared is a pervert. Mm. The guys who run with perverts, right? Yeah. Uh, the, the, I mean, the bigger, bigger question is, is to look at what has been going on at the Jared Foundation. Right, his foundation oh, for ch- God, to to fight childhood obesity. Uh, I mean, no one's. We, we, they're going after Jared, but they're not, and they're probably going to shut down the Jared Foundation. Oh, for sure. But they need to go after the people who are involved with that foundation. It, it really is. It all signs from the past thirty years of almost every large pedophilia case where you have pedophilia rings. Usually, there's a charity involved, a children's charity. That that gives these people access to children. Yeah. yeah. Tell me, tell me why. Um, with we all keep the, allowing with all the hold, hold on, hold, well, look look at the dichotomy in 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 subway uh, um, promoters, right? People who who have sold subway sandwiches on TV. Okay, look uh-huh. at it, it's Jared. Yeah. And who else? Who else is? Oh, I don't, is, I don't. You know, I don't watch TV. I mean, I don't. Okay, but you know why you don't know them. Because they're all athletes. Okay, that makes it's a lot Jared of sense. It's Jared and athletes. Those are the poster. Cha- those are the poster on the posters. Subway. You walk into a subway. I store, do know the athlete thing. You're going to yeah. see Jared. You're going to see uh, 
you some know, football. Whoever they do Olympic it. athletes all the time. Uh, Robert Griffin the third was that's right. Dude, a big amp came for him. It's it's Jared mm-hmm. and a bunch of athletes. Who's just a weird millionaire, mil- whatever. And he's not he's not even a fit. Like he's average. Right. Like he's he. If you lost twenty pounds, you'd be you'd be Jared. I would Basically. be in his size. I probably outweigh him by like forty pounds or something like that. Yeah, but, but even still, like a couple yeah. of pounds, like that's not. It's it, yeah. He's he, he, he's by no means like look at that guy. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants to jump in his now not oversized yeah. pants. Yeah. Like it's not. He's yeah. He's just a dude. Like he's probably like a thirty-eight or forty waist, depending on how big his build is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what I'm saying is, <laughs> well, then why after you know after he becomes famous for losing all the weight with Subway or whatever. Yeah. And it was a, totally a thing where he was working out with f- personal trainers. Yeah. He had a nutritionist and a personal trainer. Yeah. And he was, but he was addicted to fast food and the personal trainer was like, well, you can go to Subway, but you can only do these things. Yeah. So it wasn't even like him being like, I'm going to lose weight to Subway with Subway. Yeah. It was just, that was his one splurge item. Yeah. Was Subway. Well, and it just happened to be the thing that he ate fairly regularly as he was doing the weight loss. Yeah. 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 But that was the one place his... his personal trainer would let him go and eat yeah well i've often made the joke that that because even on their cups like they, they have like this little nutrition chart and it's like a big mac is this many calories yeah. but if you get this and I've, I've looked at like the fine print and stuff and it's like it's like that's with no mayo and i'm like well i'm not eating that yeah like what i you've seen me go to subway when i go to subway i'm not eating healthy bro mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not eating healthy yep. i'm eating just as unhealthy there as i mean anywhere what i tell what i tell them to do is i take <laughs> After they've made the sandwich, uh-huh. I tell them to leave the wrapper off of it and put it in the plastic bag. Uh-huh. And then I just want you to take oil and mayo and just just <laughs> in there a drizzle, just drizzle it inside the bag. Yeah, sort of like a like a sh- like a salad, mm-hmm. like a toss. Take one of each of the sauces and, and yeah. just squirt about a half cup into that bag. Yeah, the tossed sandwich. Uh-huh. I, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Uh, what I do is I get complete. I lay down a tarp in my apartment, get completely naked, and it's just and I. I, I Ooh, easy there, Jared. Put easy. on some Celine Dion. Okay. And uh, and just me and the sandwich. Yep. Just, just rolling you and around the sandwich. for a good 40, mm-hmm. 40 minutes, forty five. Just a mayo, mustard, uh, sweet chili lime sauce <laughs> bath. Yeah, this is why people want to punch you in the face. By mm-hmm, the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to save the drugs, but no, no, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that sucks, though, is it's really hard to wash uh, olive oil from between your shoulder blades when you're in the shower. Oh, yeah, you know? I can imagine. It's kind of hard to reach there. Well, and basically, I would also imagine, I mean, in the living room, like, what do you, you kind of have to do, like, a Dexter Morgan thing, like, just kind of. Well, like I said, like I said, I lay down a tarp. The, yeah. Okay, yeah. I have yeah. my sandwich tarp. It's in the room. It's folded. Well, it's dirty right now. Oh. So. Got some subway recently. And some other residue, but. Okay. Just, well, I don't know. Anyway, what I'm saying is, is that <laughs> the, the, the why did Jared stay a sponsor for Subway for so long, right? Well, because you want yeah, an I, you, you want an I average don't want to face think about there, it, but but he also runs a children's foundation for powerful people. I know. I, it's just I and know. Man. Time in, know. time out. Whenever you I have know. have from from Penn State to the Franklin scandal to uh, Belgium in the '80s, man. <sighs> Or Denmark in the eighties. Whenever you have these scandals, right? Mm-hmm. You used to do with underage education, or, or there's almost whatever it is. There's yeah. almost always a children's charity involved. Yeah, I know, I know. Even Jimmy Jimmy Savile, that the stuff that's come out lately, right? He had a children's charity, and he had a, had a TV show in the in the sixties and seventies called Jim Will Fix It, where he would he would basically he would he kids would be like, hey, do this, fix it, so I can do this, and he would. He would make it happen, and then he had a just <laughs> huge children's charity that came out of that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 
And it turns out, oh, he's diddling kids the entire time. Penn State, the guy who ran their the guy who their assistant coach, right? Mm-hmm. Who was the 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 player uh, was the coach who you know had all, all the interaction the with the children, yeah. the children's charity. Yeah. Like, <sighs> I know, I know. I don't want to think about it. Which I think the bottom line here, though, uh, the scratch and sniff at the bottom of the pool is. I don't know where that that's not a thing. But uh the the meat of the story here is don't trust anyone with a children's charity. I would say don't trust anybody with your children unless you know them. <laughs> you know? And be, sometimes not even then. Be a smart, sane, rational person and be like, oh, these children, they're I really love them, you know? They're not precious. <laughs> As you do. And they're not rare because I could just make another one. Yeah. But you know, like I, I love them. I'm attached to them now because I've yeah. already put two years into them. And I'm f- it, if I'm gonna start over <laughs> two years fresh on a new child, <laughs> right? Uh, no, not not at all. But like you know, so you make a good decision. You'd be like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Let's see. This person, I don't like their vibe, so yeah. I'm not going to let them be around my child. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's not. It's I don't I don't. Uh, it's, it's, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. That's the one or, thing. Or though. or or maybe you know you don't uh, you don't entrust your children. To somebody just because they have a logo over their name, uh, you know, yeah, regardless a, a, of what it a is, a children's logo, uh, Saint, you know, uh, Saint Luke's Children's Hospital. Oh, or, come on, Matt! Don't name drop. Or That's, they do great things. YMCA or no, all these other things or no. the Boy Scouts. These are all getting beefed know? out. <laughs> now I know. Well, the Boy Scouts have had. I mean, they've <laughs> they've had their fair share of. Yeah, I mean, they hate it's gays, no less, or it's a way no for less gays tragic, to though. hit on boys and all this sort of stuff. Um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you? Another uh, man who's uh, gotten in trouble with his peer recently. Mm-hmm. Have you heard the latest news? I think we talked about the original news, but did you hear about the latest news of Josh Duggar? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Had a whole, paid account on Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison. Yep. Looking for some strange. Um. And willing to pay for it. That's, sev- several that's co- the several thing Congress about members Madison. have been found in those lists. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, it, like. Just, just people well, the, from the all over the world. The whole list was like 19 gigabytes or something. Like yeah. That. Uh, politicians from all over the world. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. And um, here's the thing. Just a- everybody. Why? Everybody from across the board. Uh, like even... religions and everything. Because mm-hmm. there were like a, a bunch of Muslim Muslim pastors <laughs> who, who whose Got name were accounts. in there, like popular ones, like, you know. Really? Big ones. Like the Joel Osteens of Islam? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it. Here's the thing about Ashley Madison because I've known about the site for a long time. I'm, I've been on the internet and that sort of thing. But it's like, why? Why pay to cheat? Yeah. I mean, I get that it's like. Excuse me. In theory, the the person on the other end um, also wants to cheat and makes it easier. And or is is very is going to be knowledgeable that okay, I met them on here, so let's yeah. Let's, Keep it on. We're going to be in motel sixes and things, mm. and we're not going to go to the Applebee's, you know, in their second or town, you know, that sort of thing. But it's like, it's like, why pay to cheat? Like, it, morality aside, and I don't think it's right to cheat at yeah. all, you know. Um, but don't like just paying, like, yeah. And from what I understand, Ashley Madison is is, is fairly uh, 
Like there's, the, I was reading a little bit about it. I'm reading these articles. Fairly bot heavy. You mean? You mean like every other website or dating well, website on yeah. the internet? Yes, but it's it's apparently it's fairly premium if that's the thing. Because like, oh yeah, you yeah. pay. You can pay. There's a <laughs> there's a guarantee. There's a there's a thing you can pay, like an extra amount of money where. I can't remember the exact stipulation, but it's like it, it's it's like I'm paying this, so I'm guaranteed a match it's a, in like 30 days or something. It's a hun- it's a hundred dollars guaranteed that you will have an affair within three months. That's insane. And if you don't have an affair, then you, kill yourself, I guess. Then, like, uh, <laughs> like what is? Then they give you the money back. That's insane. But that's already on top of you know the thirty dollars you're taking from you a month, right? To do that, right? And uh, to have a subscription. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently, Josh Duggar spent almost a thousand dollars, like nine hundred eighty-six dollars <laughs> total. So uh, premium Ashley customer. Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And that dude, what does that dude do again? He champions what family values on some TLC show or something. I'd never heard of that uh, till. What was the other thing? No. Okay. So oh, his, he did his, kids when he was a kid or something. His father. Younger, his father. Okay. And, his father and he's part of a family, right? His father and mother oh, oh, he is. have a TV show. Like he has a mom and a dad. Yeah, he has a mom and a dad. In the family. Are on a TV show called 19 Kids and Counting, or they were? Okay. Okay. So it's about this. Just a reality show. This religious family. Like Sister Wives and Duck Dynasty. And all yeah. One of the, and it's on TLC, it was 19 Kids and Counting. And it was about this dude with a wife who he treated like a broodmare <laughs> and just pumped children out of her. Um, wow. And it, they had. Whatever you think is your quintessential homeschooler, super religious upbringing, that was it. That's Spot the on, okay. right? So um, things that you and I would relate to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the okay. So growing up, the 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 weird, too extreme family. Oh yeah, that was I know that em. was them. I knows them. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Like the the God, do I the know. family that was extreme in our circles. Yeah. Growing up. That's the Duggar family. So it turns out those were the and here the, those yeah. were the and she doesn't. So listen, it turns so out Josh Duggar's those are the I th- families my mom wanted us to be like. Yeah, exactly. She would constantly tell exactly. us exactly. But it turns out, yeah, it's better to let your children just be average. Because um, <laughs> life tur- advice turns out that the Matt oldest Hume. son was uh, was diddling the uh, younger sisters. Let's see. I don't. I, don't, I get. It's just that gut. Yeah. Just, yeah. The oldest son was uh like I'm okay with talking about anything, but yeah. that just ugh, I don't like yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, come on, yeah. man. Yeah, it was it was Whatever. just it was wasn't it wasn't good. <laughs> it seems that, not. <laughs> that uh when you when you make your children's sexuality a part of their like that heart of their identity and they're 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 messing up their children's minds in the same way. Uh, and it, it's causing a lot of the same ident- identity and gender issues that you have with young children or, or or young young adults who are confused about their sexuality, right? Yeah. Is is if you make them push their gender identity or their sexuality to to the back and and be this thing that they're supposed to be? Yeah. Then you're you're causing dysfunction with what's normally there and what's developing and should develop at a normal rate. And so, guess what? <laughs> Your fourteen-year-old's going to jerk off. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Yep. You can't prevent it. You can't stop it. It's going to happen, no matter how hard you drill into his mind that those are babies that you're killing, <laughs> and that God frowns when you when you spill your seed. Okay, no matter how hard you drill in the skull, it's not going to work. So, so be like, hey, son, sex is good. Yeah, but wait. Yeah, wait. Yeah. 
Wait, wait, just a couple years. Well, there's been a lot of people. <clears throat> I mean, I've just read like some blogs and stuff, like in the last few years. Yeah, where and so he has to. He has to. Just let me finish this thought. He has to formula, formulate and and come up with his own sexual identity and and find a way to fulfill this sexual urge without breaking any rules. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, oh, if if there's a girl there, when I just that's fine. Then it it's not as bad, right? Yeah. And so, what's around you? You know, like nineteen. 19- <laughs> that's your what? sisters. That's the only. That's the only access you have. Like, I'm. I'm not gonna fool myself. My mom knew what was what time it was. Yeah. Do you know how what when how much she said to me about it? What she would say about it? Uh, very little, if nothing. If at all. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. She well, see, ignored it. That's the point that I was going to get she, into. I got in trouble. She, I, I bought when I at sixteen. I bought one of those magazines that you buy at Walmart. It's mm. like a car magazine. Mm-hmm. Has the voluptuous ladies in bikinis mm. on the Go cover. On. Hidden under Blondes, my mattress. Or redheads. Uh, it was a mixture of both. Very, Ooh. very heavy on the Latin side because it's a car mag. Oh, it, oh, so all yeah. Yeah, it the was, with their tinted windows. It was a and car. It was low, low rider. So like, <laughs> I, I bought it because all the girls were like. Big hips, okay, big boobs, yeah, got a lot of that sort of thing. So it was real Latin. heavy on the Latino side. Yeah, influence. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so so I I bought it, hid it under my mattress, and she changed my sheets Uh-oh. on my bed. Nope. Why would she do that? And she found it. And uh, yeah, she, and now you she associate uh, spankings with Lowrider magazine. Yeah. And now uh, moving on. No. no, no, she threw a fit, and I got <laughs> yelled at, and you know, basically told, "Don't bring that filth into my house." Uh-huh. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Period, though. Like, not... Yeah. This, the, the, that's exactly what I was going to Not like to. you have to write scripture verses for the next, you know, eight months, four hours a day. Right. Not that sort of thing. Just like, don't do it. Yeah. And, but, but but see, here's the thing. She knew what was happening. She knew I was a, 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 a teenage dude. boy dude. with a sexual libido, libido who's interested in butts and boobies. Uh-huh. And she would just let me be interested in it and let me... You know, It's not like I'm... Do that in front of the family, right? I'm gonna do it, you know, in the bathroom in my room or whatever. <laughs> but it was just let go; it was just ignored. Yeah. Same thing for my sisters; like it was yeah. just let go and just ignored. That time when my 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 sister act, asked for the uh, the personal massager. Oh yeah, looks like yeah. a shower head. Of course. When she was 15. Yeah. And like no one batted eye; she just got it, and like that was it was left at that. But I knew I knew what was going on. I knew what time it was. I knew what she was doing. Uh, wizard at an early age. No, and she shared a room with my sister. So oh, come like, on, she Matt. Would, she would Stop. take extra long You're showers. Done. You're done. You're done. You're done. You've had your piece. <laughs> you moving on. No, what I was going to say is because I'm I'm a father, you know, and and I, and I have I have a son, and uh, I you know maybe it's just a placebo or I'm just seeing what Daddy wants to see. Mm-hmm. But if you put a gun to my head and if we were laying money on it, I like my son. At one and a half years old, running around just going ham, whenever, because particularly on 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 Sundays is one that I can think of. But he's around other events. We went to the mall the other day and was in those play places and stuff. But uh, which, by the way, my wife thinks that my son might be a sociopath, and I'll get into that in a second. Right after these messages. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So uh, he interacts with. And and follows with his eyes and and is into blonde girls, regardless of age. I mean, it it well, just, gee whiz, I wonder why. I 
Because he's got a super hot one living in home. That's why. Like, mommy's blonde. Like, that's what she he is. associates. She is blonde. She's beautiful. There you go. She's beautiful. I love you, sweetie. But. And uh, guess what? It's Freudian. Even though, you know, Freudian's not, mm, Freudian stuff's not no, that true. No, I've told, it's, it's so funny because I have. I, he's like, going to grow up always being a little bit attracted to her. Oh, come on. In, 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 or at least attracted to girls who remind him of her. Yeah. Speaking of Freudian, though, I tell my friends, because as I've been wearing, married to my wife, and I'm not, this isn't a slam session, and I'm not going to do that, but there are things about her father uh-huh. that I see in myself yeah. from time to time, yeah, and there are things about my mother that I see in her. Mm-hmm. And I tell my friends who, and for some reason, I attract like friends and family that are primarily... Mid to later 20s, got college out of the way. I mean, ready for a relationship, yeah. basically. Have a job, have whatever it is. and Or, or don't sometimes, but th- you know, are in, are in that realm where a relationship is totally doable. And I tell them all the time, you are going to wind up with somebody that has the traits of your father or yep. mother, yep. You know, depending on the sex. It's and, an and, evolutionary uh, yep. genetic design. It just happens. And I, and I tell them that, and they're like, oh... No, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, you're a fool if you're thinking that's not the case, mm-hmm. because I didn't think it or didn't really whatever. And then now I've been married, and you know, and I sound like the old guy. I've been married such a, you know, I've been married three years, and I know, yeah, that's yeah. what you're gonna do. It's what you're gonna do, whether you like it or not, kiddies. So take it from Uncle Addison. Yeah, but uh, not t- not, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, my son might be a sociopath. Take it from Uncle Addison, but not in the Jared way. <laughs> Come on, dude. He said the younger the better. He did. That's despicable. Yeah. That's truly like I said, like like you know, seventeen year old kid, thirty one year old, loose gym teacher. You know, hey, things. You know, we all make mistakes, but it's still stupid. But That's still hey, wrong. the younger the better. Yeah. Like nope, nope. You don't get a pass. That's not stupid. That's willfully mm-hmm. an asshole. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? Um, but anyways, yeah, my son might be a sociopath. What did he do? So the other day, we're in the food court, or not the food court, but the, the play place, you know, at the mall where they got, you know, little stuff, that, not stuff, but like these little animals that are like nailed into the ground and the kids can climb on them, et cetera, et cetera. Every, every kid is barefoot or socks, you know, it's got that big foam thing. Basically to tire the kids out so that they'll, yeah. be, no, they'll, it's great. they'll be okay yeah. to be pushed around and, the stroller while mommy looks, looks And conveniently at West County Center, the one in the mall, <laughs> the, the mall here in St. Louis, and this is not, this is for sure by design. West County Center, oh, the big boy, yeah, the, yeah. the nice mall. La well, dida. That'd be Plaza Front, Nick. But uh, no, this play place is in the center of the mall, you know, and the stores are on the, on the edges. And then there's kiosks down the center aisle. What do you think that first kiosk is? Play place at the mall. Mm-hmm. First kiosk there. Probably something sexual. Starbucks. Starbucks. Really? Yeah, because every mommy goes in there and gets her drugs, and then oh, let's, yeah. let's Katie's run. I was thinking more like show the show the children the mermaid. Oh no, Matt! Not everyone's the pervy weirdo you are. This mm-hmm. is why people want to punch you in the face. But <laughs> anyways, no. So. And it actually turned out that that part of the day, I, I actually had a phone interview, and so she was going to let him do that. And then I was like, I was like, oh, it's in like ten minutes. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to grab myself some Starbucks, and then and then I'm going to take this phone call. 
excuse me. So I walk over and I get my five shots, you know, not the six shot. Go F yourself. Mm-hmm. You... <laughs> but that was so funny. dude. <laughs> Everyone pull over right now. Go get the Starbucks. Go yourself. Uh, great, great, great radio, man. Yeah. Uh, for those who didn't listen to last week's. Uh, was that last week? Yeah, yeah, it was last week. Yeah. Uh, it was a bit from last week. Yeah. Well, because I was talking about my caffeine <laughs> consumption, and then Matt <laughs> Matt coined the, the I guess, whatever has six shots on it. Mm-hmm. He coined a, a The Starbucks triple macchiato six shot. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> Filled with all the caffeine you, you need, you'd normally need for 30 days in one convenient 16-ounce beverage. Starbucks triple macchiato uh, six shot. Go f*** yourself latte. Not Anyways. recommended for people under 14 or anybody who is sane. <laughs> Anyways, I then walked uh, out to go do my interview on uh-huh. the phone and everything. And came back in and I was like, oh, how'd, how'd it go? You know, we talked about that. And then she's like, she's like, so our son was, and apparently when she sat down there with him, there was nobody else there. And then when I walked back up after, because I went out and was on the phone and everything, when I walked back up, there was like six or eight other kids there, you know, of the same, you know, nobody over three. And she's like, so he was the only one of all of them that paid attention to other kids, followed other kids around, and, or tried to interact with them. Mm-hmm. She's like, I think he may be a sociopath. <laughs> and I was like... Interesting. What, we're gonna we're gonna have to watch that. Wait, so he was like following other kids around and watching them, and just like and trying to just interact, trying with them? to interact with them, and none of the other kids were doing that. All the other kids, were, I guess, were preoccupied with with just what they were doing. So how does that make him a sociopath? I don't know. That would be the opposite of sociopath. I mean, he's trying to go around and like engage other people. That's just he's just he's just social. He's True. Just, he's probably just more social than. Other children that age, or he's at that age where he's like, "Oh, these other people, these other small children mm-hmm. that are like me." Yeah, maybe he's learning to differentiate between he. I tell you, this. at different stages of, of development. Yeah, like he's like, "These are people like me. They're toddlers. Is they're toddlers too?" Yeah, he is a bright kid, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know every parent is like, the "Kid's the greatest," but no, seriously, like I'll you put him up against you know other one and a half year olds and stuff like my kid is a bright kid man. yeah like i i've i've got him trained to do little things um it's it's great and i can't i can't wait until he's of working age oh like, my god dude you want to you want to talk about a clean house you know what but- i i was just thinking because i had this I had this really just this terrible like conundrum last night mm-hmm. and it was it, it's this is hard because i was sitting on the couch uh-huh and i was on the last third of a beer, and okay. I wanted another beer, but didn't want to get up. But I didn't want to get up. Yep, because I couldn't pause. I was playing Elder Scrolls. Couldn't can't pause it. Right in the middle right of the a... middle, right in the middle of a group delve. <laughs> so I'm like, what do I? Yeah. How do I, I fix this? Wish you had a kid. I should have children. I could be like, hey, Junior, go get me a beer. Yep. Yep. You bring him right back. Yep. No, he he he. I, so I pick him up now, and and if I just hold him and I say. Daddy loves you, or give daddy a hug. He will put his arms all the way around me and then pat my back. <laughs> he will. Uh, what's some other ones? Um, so if I pick him up and and uh, he kind of has to be a little bit in a good mood. Like if I pick him up and he immediately wants to get down, it's not going to work. But if I pick him up and go, he'll he'll immediately put his finger on my nose <laughs> because I've done the thing. Yeah. 
Um, and then he'll put his finger on my nose and go, eee. Uh, what's some other ones? Like just little stuff like that. I got him trained now, all how old over is he the now? place. How he was months? a year on March 31st. Okay. So yeah. 16, 17 months. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Okay. I hate math. So I'm not going to do it. Oh, you shouldn't have to. You're an American. The perks of being an adult. Yep. You're an American adult. You know. Not going to do what I don't want to mm-hmm. do. Yep. Um, I'm an American adult standing on my own property, so I don't have to ask, answer stupid questions. It's my own private domicile, and I will not be told. Yep. All right. Two more stories here. Good stuff. One uh, one real local, and then one not so local. Which okay. one do you want? Uh, let's, go, let's go local first. Let's, let's move go from local, the inside out. Inside out. This is from the Riverfront Times, so very okay. local. Uh, it's a local St. Louis paper. Except it's not because it's actually owned by uh, uh, um, the same company that owns Backpage. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all one big clicking collaboration, and there are there are no there's local writers that follow like the local cr- the well, critics. We have an office here, yeah, but yeah, the critics for like the uh, um movies and stuff. For, for well, no, not for movies, but for like for restaurants and stuff like that, like a lot of lifestyle. Critics and stuff like that are all, uh, local. Are all local. Everything else is national. no kidding. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, it's from the Riverfront Times, and I'm, I, I'm and I guessing think the one main story that they run a month is. Uh, well, this I might think be it. Too. Um, but this came out yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I just saw this headline. I'm like, gotta pull that up. Riverfront Times, local St. Louis paper again. <laughs> Neighbor calls cops. Because black people, quote, don't belong in St. Charles subdivision. <laughs> it's a real story. Real story. We're going to get into it. And it's it's clearly editorial even. Which St. Charles subdivision? I don't know if they... And where? Glenbrook Manor. Okay, where is that? I'm not sure, actually. Um, let's go to the old maps.google.com. Glen, what did I say? Glenbrook Manor? Yeah. Let's find, let's find out how far it is from here. Glenbrook. Because North St. Charles, that's, that's I mean, uh, black people all over North St. Charles, so it can't be in North St. Charles. It's got to be like oh, South St. Pu- Charles. this pulls up Glenbrook Manor apartments. Or, or in like North, North County. Maybe if I do Glenbrook Manor subdivision. No, yeah. it still pulls up this apartment complex in New York. Huh. Um, hmm. Well, well we, can, we can look it up, locally. but uh, Glenbrook Manor subdivision in St. Charles. Anyways, yeah, you can do that if you'd like while I read it. But uh, <laughs> oh, subdivisions again, clearly an editorial. If you've got the money, these cookie cutter communities offer wide. I'll bet you they're out in Newtown. Probably. Holy That's what crap! I was thinking. I was, that said, that was well, there I said is North a satellite North. image here. Uh, yeah, it actually looks strangely like Newtown, at least from the satellite uh, view. I'm trying to see if there's any other specific. Wow, this I'm going to have to read this whole thing because I just scrolled through it. and Wow. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. If you've got the money, these cookie cutter, et cetera, et cetera. Pristine lawns and gargantuan houses, even if they all look the same. More importantly, they present a kind of fantasy neighborhood, a perfect image of affluence, far removed from the grime of city life. And for at least one resident of the Glenbrook, Man- Glenbrook Manor subdivision in St. Charles, that fantasy definitely doesn't include black people walking their dogs. On May 13th, an anonymous resident contacted the St. Charles County Police Department to report suspicious activity, quote, and they have a screenshot of the... Uh, it's in the Wentzville School District. 
Oh, so out somewhere yeah. then. Okay. Anyways, uh, okay. Several black male, this is a quote, several black male subjects walking down the street with dogs and snapping pics of homes. Caller advised that this is an all-white neighborhood and they do not belong. <laughs> the dog walkers were the three children of Maritha Hunter Butler. <laughs> oh, well, hold on. Hold on. Hunter Butler. Hunter Butler said the neighbors are trumpeting up charges because she is black and in an interracial lesbian relationship. Wait, where, are you, did you pull up the article? I'm on STL today. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently there was a thing there. But who'd moved her family into a 2,600-square-foot home just four days before the anonymous complaint? According to a police report, officers were dispatched to the area and took no action. Yeah. If the caller calls back, the report concluded, quote, advise them that a black family lives in the neighborhood. <laughs> you can't make this up. Uh, the incident has become part of an escalating conflict between Hunter Butler's family and her new neighbors. And while it's not known who called the cops on May 13th, other neighbors have since called in formal complaints to animal control about Hunter Butler's dogs barking. More than a dozen requests for protection orders have been filed between Hunter Butler and her backyard neighbors, the Chambleys, judged the system all last month for, quote, failure state of cause of action. All we did was try to move to a nicer neighborhood, <laughs> says Hunter Butler, who shares the house with her three sons, her female partner, and four dogs. She believes her neighbors are harassing her for being black and because she and her white partner are living in an openly lesbian relationship. In an interview with the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, which features a lengthy story, which I'm guessing you're looking at right mm -hmm. now, yeah. about the neighborhood dispute this morning, Jaina Chambly insisted that her request for protection orders and complaints to animal control had nothing to do with Huntler Butler's race or sexual orientation. It's so far from that, she said. After 11 years in the subdivision, the Chambleys have put their house up for sale. Good God, over this? Uh, the sub, I don't, it doesn't, it's not clear, but geez, uh, the subdivision squabble came to a head earlier this month when third degree assault charges were filed against Hunter Butler for allegedly striking another neighbor, Rebecca Scudder in the face during an argument on July 1st. Mm -hmm. According to a police report, when an officer arrived to take Scudder's statement, she appeared to be uneasy on her feet and using furniture to stabilize himself herself. Scudder, who had quote, a bloody nose, a severely swollen lip and a bruise at the bridge of her right nose, bridge of her nose said she had a mixed drink with vodka before the confrontation with Hunter Butler. The officer noted that Scudder's eyes were glassy and bloodshot, and he wrote that he was unable to determine if she if it was from crying or drunkenness. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've all been there. Don't laugh, Matt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> matter of fact, some of us were there last night. Matt. Yeah. When officer questioned Hunter Butler, she denied striking Scudder. She also said she wasn't at home at the time of the alleged incident and had surveillance video to prove it, but then couldn't tell the officer where she had been and declined to provide the footage. So, all very shady indeed. Now, in fairness to Scudder, this won't be Hunter Butler's first tangle with the law. Okay, well, she's a convicted felon. In 2005, she tried hiring a cousin to kill her ex-husband. Mm -hmm. But instead of carrying out the plan, he went to the cops. What a dick. Hunter Butler pleaded guilty to first-degree murder. Holy. Okay, well, now there's a lot of angles here. Um, pleaded guilty to first-degree murder in armed criminal action in 2007. Was sentenced to six years in prison. She served two years and ten months. Things escalated once again this weekend when Hunter Butler reached out to Umar Lee, a writer, cab driver, and Ferguson protester, who views St. Charles County as a stronghold of racism and intolerance. No, no how I feel about that. Or No, it, 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 it doesn't. Um, Lee interviewed Hunter Butler and uploaded a video of her statements to YouTube. This video is here, and it's six minutes long. We're going to listen to that. Afterwards, Lee and another activist, Talal Ahmed, attempted to speak with some of the neighbors who had made some complaints about Hunter Butler. One man opened his door and told Lee, get the F off my porch. 
All right. Lee's investigation ended after St. Charles police officer also showed up. Holy sh... Keep reading. No, no, no. There's a second video here. The two men got into a shouting match after the officer said Lee was trespassing. Lee called the officer a racist. Hold on. I got to play this next video. It's only a minute and 41 seconds long. This... I... I think my friends live in this neighborhood. Really? I mean, this is just like some shaky camera, but this, yeah, this. It's said, off It's off Highway N. You said Wentzville? Yeah. Yeah, this looks like those kind of homes. I'm going to have to shoot them a text. And this could be my buddy's neighborhood. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's irrelevant, but... That's pretty funny, though. Uh, it's, it's all just the same shot of the officer. Uh, quote, I didn't do anything wrong. I just knocked on three people's doors, Lee says. When we went back to Hunter Butler's house, all of a sudden police showed up, wanted to see my ID, and I said, no, I wasn't trespassing. The police were very belligerent. Lee says he's organizing a protest in St. Charles County to combat racism and harassment of black families there. For those interested in St. Charles County protests, there's a meeting Tuesday night at 7 at Old Town Donuts in Florissant. Hmm. Oh, they're meeting in Florissant for uh for for to, racism to, out in Wentzville. Yeah, well, That's that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, there, well, because there's no places that are that are like Old Town Donuts here in St. Charles area. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no local yeah. places. They couldn't. They couldn't yeah. really. No, no. Yeah, we don't. We don't really have many donut shops or diners yeah, yeah. or. Uh, yeah, you know any any other restaurants or, mm-hmm. or public event spaces? Yeah, this is definitely this is definitely not just people from the city trying to trying to make this a bigger issue than it already is. Um, St. Charles County has been in- integrated for years. It is it is a, a huge suburban area for for it's a huge subset section of St. Louis, huge suburban area. And there are both uh, uh, there are high high cost neighborhoods and they're all oh, very low. <laughs> yeah, an overwhelmingly more low cost neighborhoods. Most of them are in the median. Most most of your houses are between eighty thousand and one hundred and twenty to two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. But so not. Uh, but if you go Winsville and then Lake St. Louis, you get your you half million get, dollar yeah, houses, yeah. stuff like that. Well, yeah. and there's places off of Mid Rivers where I've driven by, and they're like houses starting in the low four hundreds. I'm like, yeah, get that out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, but it's like that though. I yeah. think it, it it also proves your point. Like it's very much that sort of suburbia completely integrated there is uh n- no real segregation in st charles county i don't feel the like reason it. why this is an issue is because that's why i wanted to find out where the location was because it's in wentzville um if you if you i mean if you go west of o'fallon mm-hmm. that is people it's the country mindset they they all think they're a bunch of hillbillies but they're not they're suburban hillbillies there's that suburban country that that yes that Keith Urban schwang but it's just so irritating number one but number two it's 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 right there on the border between people who are actually country people mm-hmm. and the suburbanites who just want to play country and that's what this is and so when you have sorry but country pop is racist as racist as can as, be as can be mm-hmm. thank you I was trying to think of like an award to accentuate yeah enunciate the last part of that sentence and they are racist as can be i'm gonna say that yeah you know start saying that. i'm tired as can yeah. be yeah <laughs> yep no so so what uh basically it's it's well here's the thing though about wentzville which i don't know if you're factoring in or not but like i mean i really think it might be my buddy's neighborhood and he lives in wentzville mm-hmm. but it's very because wentzville parkway 
if I don't know if you've been out there recently, but there's like there's like a huge development that went in out there, and it's like there's a there's a 54th Street Bar and Grill, there's an Applebee, like everything is on this one main street. Yeah, they want that white money. Yeah, but it's it's I don't feel like it's that has that much of that hillbilly sort of influence like because like my buddy who lives out there he lives right off of Wentzville Parkway mm-hmm. I mean he's very I mean he, he makes a lot of money for his age <laughs> um, he's a little bit older than me and he makes about 90,000 a year yeah. um, he's a union uh, mechanic and mm-hmm. and with bonuses and pensions and everything he, he does really well for himself and so that's where he you know he lives and I think I, I think there's a lot of that and not so much the big trucks I think that's even farther out yeah it, it kind of is but but here's the here's the thing um it is a it is a neighborhood that and an area that has been for the people who have been there like twenty years. Mm-hmm. You know, they yeah. moved out there thinking that they're going to move out to the country. Yeah, that's true. And, and now then, it's not. Now it's not. And <laughs> this, best, I think there's a best buy over there now. <laughs> this neighborhood uh, construction started on this neighborhood. I was reading in two thousand three. So this neighborhood's only been in there for for twelve years. So these are new, but it's homes, one of those things basically. where as you have more people move into these homes, mm-hmm. you're going to have a mix of both of all sorts of races. Yeah. Um, because St. Charles is an integrated county, and and you you see you see black people, you see uh, Latinos, you see them, you know, mm-hmm. all over the place. So what? I think there's probably there are people who are trying to live their life too. Like she cites the fact that she 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 got the money from her her mother's house burned down, and her mother gave her the money from their insurance settlement. Oh, really? For okay. the house. So she could buy this. Well, yeah, and house. the quote in here was like, "We're just trying to be in a better neighborhood." And, yeah, and, and see, I, I really think there's equal amounts like on both sides of like the, well, okay, you're, you're an ex felon. I realize that shouldn't be held against you, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's not. But hiring somebody to murder somebody is pretty big deal. But anyways, again, you paid your debt to, to society and to the law. But maybe there's some of maybe you should keep your dogs quiet. You know, like don't yeah, don't, no. don't 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 get in there and just stir things up. And then on the flip side, like, hey, you got you got a you got a black lady who happens to be a lesbian in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I, I realize that that's strange and, and perhaps upsetting for you. But so what? Yeah. I, I, like I said, I think there's She's a got she has three three sons, 21, 18, 15. Okay, so yeah, you, you got yeah. Okay. So those they're, people see that and think thug. They're right basically. in the middle of that age. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're black or white. Yeah, exactly. You're a moron. <laughs> if you're between the ages yeah. of 15 and 21, doesn't matter your race. Doesn't matter your gender. Yeah. You're as you're as moronish as you're as moronic as could be. <laughs> um you're you're an idiot. Yeah. Okay. D- full Period. stop. Yeah. Um. So so, this is an older couple who's lived there for a while, and now they've had now there's three, three kids, teenagers basically that are living there. Yeah, they're probably loud, coming in and out all yep. hours of whatever. Yep. friends, whatever it is. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. So th- it's it seems to me like this this white co- this older couple in this neighborhood wouldn't have such a problem if these people weren't dicks. That's <laughs> exactly. what they seem to be. To exactly. Be. Um. Just from from the surface like they have loud dogs yeah. that aren't trained because they keep barking barking all the time right yeah if you have a dog and they're trained well dog won't bark yeah exactly the dog will just like if it sees a it sees a squirrel might do- bark at the squirrel might chase yeah. a squirrel or bark at somebody walking by perhaps whatever it is but like an all-night thing or anything like that yeah that's a dog that that's a dog that's not trained well that's dog needs to be kicked basically <laughs> well 
probably because the dog's been kicked. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, and I'm not I'm not saying these people are, are bad people. They're just they're they're problem. These people in this neighborhood aren't used to having yeah uh, three black teenagers move in with their mom <laughs> with some and her, loud her pets. lesbian lover yeah with loud pets yeah. It's 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 one of the, it's a neighborhood dispute. It's one of the things. Okay, so yeah, well, and, we don't get along. We'd never if we met on the street. We'd never get along. Right. And it doesn't matter. Doesn't mean you're that, a bad person or I'm a bad person. Exactly. Just and it's not because period. it's not because you're black and I'm white. Yeah. It's because I think you're a dick and you think I'm a dick. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And we're not going to get over that. We just need to move on with our lives. Yeah. And hang around the people that don't think we're complete dicks. <laughs> exactly. And and, and see, th- but this this. If I can call out or step on the soapbox here for a minute, and then we'll move on to this other story or whatever. But like the Riverfront Times, like I don't know if they're the ones that are leading the charge on this, this sort of thing. But like this discrimination thing, like come on, you like that D word, particularly in this town with with some of the things that have happened mm-hmm. and, and where it might actually be an issue. For example, yeah. like you don't need to, I, I, you don't need to immediately slap that label on, on like this, like uh, dickish neighbors that don't get along. You know, you've been here forever. They're new. They got kids. They got a dog. They're lesbians, you know, et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's not discrimination. Yeah. That's not discrimination. That's, you don't like your neighbors. Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know, and that's your own issue to figure out and wait till the kids move and grow up and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, um, don't I hate that that discrimination thing? Like that's that's just a, a card to be played. It's almost like the racism thing because if somebody calls somebody racist, it is instantly on you to prove that you're not a racist. Yeah. Regardless of whether they whether they have actual reason to believe that you're a racist yeah. or not. Same thing with discrimination. Like, oh, they're discriminating against me. Well, it's because why? Because people- of your height, your age, your sex. Like it's it's just the list goes yeah. on and on. And who cares? Like, so so sometimes life isn't going to work in your favor. For instance, it's it's the the problem is it's with not people discrimination. The, the problem is with that was when people build up their identities around being this thing, whether it's yeah. black, white, or gay, or hot, or rich, or whatever. When you base your identity around that, your um your demographic. Mm-hmm. You base your identity about around your demographic. Yeah. Uh, Instantly, when somebody d- doesn't like you, you instantly think it's because of that demographic. That thing, yeah. Okay. So, nothing to do with for it. instance, when somebody doesn't like me, I don't think, oh, that person has a problem with white males who make less than $20,000 a year in their early 30s. <laughs> wow. Well, I actually do. But... I'm being discriminated against. Yeah. Okay. No, I probably just did said, said or did something stupid and now they don't like me. Right? <laughs> yeah. Or something I did was taken out of context, or, or whatever. Maybe they just don't like you. Or yeah, maybe yeah. I'm just not not the, their kind of person. Yeah, maybe they just want to punch you in the face. Fine. So if a black person <laughs> is discriminated against, yeah, chances are maybe it is because they're black. Yeah. But, but if you build your identity on being black, yeah, like saying I am black, that was what what makes me everything about me is because is yeah. because I'm black. Um. No, or because you're gay. So you're starting from a false. Uh, it's a, it's a bad place to start. Yeah. Building your identity on uh, your demographic. Yeah. But number two, what I wanted to say, I think there is a vast conspiracy in this country right now. <laughs> Here, we, of course, of course there is, Matt. Of course there is. And it's not just the one dun, that have to dun, do. Dun, dun, dun. It's not just the one. It's time that, for Matt's conspiracy hour. Uh, this podcast is nothing but Matt's conspiracy hour. Every single episode. 
the the yeah, it's not. It doesn't have a conspiracy to do with the banks or with uh, big oil or even big pharma or whatever. It is. It is a conspiracy to keep us distracted, yeah. and I think that there are distracted from things like what uh, Bernie Sanders is doing, right? Or mm. I think I think Trump. If if, if people want, I know to- that the closer we get to the election, you're going to be a Bernie Sanders fan, and it's 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 truly disheartening for me. Let me finish. We've never actually seriously discussed Bernie Sanders, so I'm not sold on him yet either. Okay, but who would who if if Donald Trump wasn't in the election right now, mm-hmm. who would people be talking about? Hillary. You think? She's boring. Not even Democrats are talking about Hillary. Uh, she has emails that we can't find, Matt. Not even Democrats are talking about Hillary. You know who they'd be talking about? Sanders. Bernie Sanders. No. Because there's nobody else who's interesting on either side. Everybody uh, else is old and played. Except for my boy, Rand Paul. Even he's old and played. So what do you do? You tr- you, you, and Sanders you bring out- isn't. Come on, Matt. I knew we were going to have this out sooner or later. Bernie Sanders and is a, you just- has a very good track record. Not now. The last Not thing now. that you- not now. Okay. Later. Right. Okay. Let's finish these topics. So, so you 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 march Trump out there, mm-hmm. and he's the clown for everybody. And everybody who talks about their elections just talks about Trump until he drops out in six months. But you try to he's he's there to distract people away from Bernie Sanders on the on the Democratic side. I almost guarantee it. Anyway, the whole the whole thing uh, is uh, I, I I do think our government wants to start a race war. Between blacks and whites to make us fight each other instead of fighting who our real enemy many is, which is the one percent of the one percent, the corporate oligarchs that control this world. Mm. Okay, so well, how how do you do that? Well, you take you take a a social justice warrior, an interracial lesbian couple with three sons, who are probably Instagram and uh, whatever darlings. Right, mm-hmm. and you 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 parade them out in front as discriminated as against. being discriminated against. Yeah, so that you can have a county who is predominantly white, but still very large populations of both black and Latino people fight a war with a county that is mostly with a part of a county that's mostly black, which is Northern St. Louis County, because yeah. they're right next to each other. Yeah, there's just a river in between. Yeah, that's what this is about. This is about pitting North yeah. St. Louis County versus versus St. Charles County in some sort of a race war. You're gonna love this next story. So, but we have people who are organizing this the protest over this from Florissant. Yeah, that's from that's, a forty minute drive away. It takes to get from Wentzville to Florissant. It's forty minutes. Yeah, it is. Maybe maybe twenty five miles. Actually, maybe more. Probably more. Because <laughs> Wentzville Wentzville is a good way out there. Yeah. Actually, my buddy, when whenever he's like, "Hey, come out to dinner," I'm I'm always like, "Seriously, dude, I'm like, it's so far out there yeah. from St. Charles, from right from right yeah. here, you know, downtown St. Charles." Yeah. Um, you're gonna love this next story. Okay, well let's move on. Speaking of discrimination, things of that nature, and this is this Excuse is incredible. Me. I had a buddy who told me about this, and he's like, "Oh, my buddy posted this, and I don't know if it's real or not." And or you know, he saw this because he thought it was like one of those clickbait sort of Facebook things. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Let's do some research," and I found it on Forbes, so I think it's real. Okay. <sighs> This is, this is good stuff. Pennsylvania judge gets life sentence for prison kickback scheme. Former Luzerne County, Pennsylvania, Judge Mark Ciavarella has been spending his time doing odd jobs for a car towing service while awaiting sentencing since being found guilty on felony corruption charges. 
his car towing days are over, and the 61-year-old judge is heading to federal prison for 28 years. This could amount to a life sentence. His sentence brings to closure a dark time in the history of the city of Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, which is in Luzerne County. He was found guilty in February of racketeering for taking a $1 million, $1 million kickback from the builder of a for-profit prisons for juveniles. Ciavarella, who left the bench over two years ago after he and another judge, Michael Conahan, were accused of sentencing youngsters to prisons they had a hand in building. Prosecutors allege that Conahan, who pleaded guilty last year and is awaiting sentencing, and Ciavarella received kickbacks from the private company that built and maintained the new youth detention facility that replaced the older county-run center. Ciavarella, who presided over juvenile court, sent kids to juvenile detention for crimes such as possession of drug paraphernalia, stealing a jar of nutmeg, and posting webpage spoofs about an assistant principal. Three months hard time. Stealing a jar of nutmeg. Oh my gosh. That's for getting high. You know that, right? Yeah. You sniff it, don't you? You grind it down, you smoke it, Ugh. and you get you get. That's gotta burn like a mother effer. Yeah, it's bad. Like, and it doesn't do the job. Some of those sentences. <laughs> Ask me how they know that. I, I don't really want to, but how do you know that, man? <sighs> Tried it. You gotta buy the whole nutmeg. Oh come on! Like the actual nut. Yeah. <coughs> the meg nut, and then sure you uh you to grind it up into like a fine powder because you're a real bad headache and it does not get you stoned at all. The more you know. <laughs> Some of those sentences were as young as ten years old. That's pretty bananas. Yeah. A mother of one of those sentences by Judge Severella lashed out at him after the guilty verdict. Sandy Fonzo's son, Edward, was a promising young athlete in high school when at the age of 17 he found himself in front of a judge, uh, in front of Judge Severella for possession of drug paraphernalia. With no prior convictions, the judge sentenced Edward to months in private prisons and a wilderness camp. (laughs) He missed his entire senior year in high school. Edward never recovered from the experience, according to his mother, and in June 2010, oh, He committed suicide, didn't he? Yep, he did. Severella acknowledged in a recent interview with the Wilkes-Barre investigative reporter that he made mistakes relating to not filing accurate tax returns, but that he never sentenced a child to prison when it was not warranted. Uh, right. Severella, who testified in his own defense at trial, said as much to the jury, and the jury did not buy it. So the jury was basically like, uh, nope. Yeah. Severella is married and has three grown children, additional victims of his crimes. I hope this guy dies of old age the day before his sentence is up. Yeah, no kidding. I so I spoke. I I hope the guy spends twenty eight years minus one day in prison. <laughs> I do, I do. I hope the guy day, dies the day before. I I hope the guy is crossing the threshold out of the prison, <laughs> falls over the line. Sunlight hits him for the first time in years. <laughs> well, there's heart. Yards, there's he he sees back. his wife, who spent thirty years, yeah, waiting for him. Yeah, his great grand or his grandchildren uh-huh. who are now. Who, who he has he's been able to brace them for the first time, and he sees them as they're running towards him. He falls over and dies of a heart attack, <laughs> uh, or he strokes out and spends the rest of his life in a wheelchair <laughs> in a hospital, unable to communicate with the, anybody. The proceeding was <laughs> a sociological experiment into what it would be like if Matt Hume was God. Mm. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. Well, it was funny because some of the headlines definitely were uh, judge sells black kids to prisons. 
but isn't he though? <laughs> I mean, a million. See, that's the thing because I was thinking like, oh, a couple of like, you know, boy, we could sure use a few more inmates, like that sort of thing. Like, I'd I'd kind of be like, okay, unethical, yeah. not so, but a million dollars, a million dollars, yeah, dude. A million dollars. Yep. That was one of the things. <laughs> Here's a bunch of money. We're building a bunch of prisons. We need you to fill them. Yeah, exactly. That's what exactly what that is. And that's not cool. <laughs> this guy got caught. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Now, how many how many people are out there who haven't been caught yet? Ladies and gentlemen, how many? please please fasten your tinfoil hats now. How many have how many how many have gotten caught? Right? Well, there's Jared and <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, when it comes... That guy that we talked about in L.A. with all the guns. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the crime of the top... The crimes of the top 1% for the... For the if you have more than a million dollars and you commit a crime... Mm-hmm. Um, if your net worth is more than a million dollars and you commit a crime, chances are, nine times out of ten, you're getting out of it. So I just need to wait to start my criminal enterprise it. until I'm a millionaire. Yeah, w- once you're already rich... Okay. That's when you start doing bad things. Okay. So even our beloved Walter White did it wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. He should have been coming. What a fool. He should have spent years and years as a teacher No, he should have rich. built gray matter. That's what he should have done. Yeah. In hindsight. True. I mean, what would Walt's life have been like had he built out gray matter? I don't want to think about it. Because you wouldn't have had six, wouldn't, yeah. five glorious seasons of... Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so this is one of the reasons why I'm coming around to Bernie Sanders... Actually, you know what? Is, I really don't want to have this as time. No, it's, I'm just going to say this one thing. He is, he is, Matt. he is, uh, he is out against. Um, well, he, one of his big things in his platform is he is against private prisons, and he wants to abolish private prisons. Okay. Make it, you, you know, you know That's why fine. we're going to have this discussion probably on next week's show or the week probably. after. But the reason why you don't want to do this now is because, because you're full of. No, is because you know I'm going to convince you for Bernie Sanders because you see the right and you see the nope. absolute detrius that's no. that's the, the the just the scum that that's man, on the right. That man is a. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not. This is your plan, and I refuse to do you're, it. You're running away. I'm gonna go change my laundry. All right. All right. Go 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 change no, your laundry. I'll wrap up the show. No, you won't. I'll I'm wrap gonna up the stay show. here to wrap it up because. Because if I don't, <laughs> you're going to go on a tirade that's a commercial for that clown, and I'm not going to allow that on my show. I was just going to say some swear words. You're not going to do that either. I was, but I was going to wrap it up. I was going to wrap up the words? show, but like, okay, all right. Um, th- this has been uh, give that some thought. You can reach us uh, on uh, tripodbroadcasting.com. <laughs> um, try give that some thought.com. <laughs> At give thought Twitter, show ha- uh, on Twitter, Twitter. Ha- Addison's Twitter handle is PM me your boobs. My Twitter <laughs> handle is at uh, Addison Todd at Stanky Stuff. No, it's at Suburban underscore Wizard. I'm on Periscope also too. I, we yep. talked about that, but yeah, Periscope if you'd like. Uh, we're also on Instagram now. Uh, at give thought show, or give that some thought on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I'm on a social med- networking platform called High Horse. Um, it's thanks. No one for else listening. can. No one else can. Everybody out there. Yeah. Because. Matt's not going to shut up unless I muscle the end of the show. And I know he's going to try and talk about Bernie Sanders, and I'm not going to let him muscle because it. he's full of crap. All right, everybody out there in Audio Land, we're uh, going to have this discussion though. There's no, the we are. There's the tease. Absolutely, absolutely. Not we only are. that, but the thing we teased two episodes ago did not happen last episode. But as you know, it is prepared and it will come out. Oh yes, yes. It is. It is a completed package. 
and it will come mm-hmm. out. It's the whole package. The whole package is coming. Okay, we're done. It's not we're not done. only is- This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.